Okay, I'm here. All right, I see you, bud. Um, but I'm trying to see if they can hear you. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. So, all right. So, ah, we're fucking finally did it. I'm about to jump on this thing right oh, here. But... What did it take? <laughs> An hour? Yeah, Jesus. I know. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so anyways, um, episode 34, for the people that are checking in on the audio version, which you will hear tomorrow, uh, episode 34, nice to have you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for showing all your support through the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, I also really appreciate that little ghetto setup I have right back here because it's the first time we're doing it. I needed it up just a little bit higher to black it out, maybe turn it this way, but this is what we got right now, so we're working with it. Mr. Hawley, what's up, dude? Nice to see you, man. Listen, the last time I saw Mike, remember, was at your wedding? You don't and, remember. Yeah, yeah I, don't, <laughs> I don't I don't remember a lot of it. But what I do remember, I remember getting super emotional. That's for damn sure. Um, because you never know, man. You never know if you're going to see people again the same way. And you got some booze in you and some extras. And, you know, the emotions come out. But episode 34, we're here. We're glad to bring it to you. We wanted to switch this up a little bit because originally how we were doing the podcast is we had you guys watching and listening to us through YouTube and you were able to comment uh, with us through YouTube. And it was cool in the beginning because we were just getting started out. But the problem was is our reach wasn't that much because as soon as you start the YouTube app, it's it's just like, what are you going to do? Sit on the fucking YouTube app and watch us play video games for two hours? I mean, that's cool and all, but I mean, geez, it, you know, you really can't have that. So we decided to separate it so we could focus on the gaming because there's times where we want to show people what we're playing as well. And it's really, really, really tough to do that when you, you're talking about serious topics and you're fucking trying to play a game uh, and you want to be good at it. So we said, let's separate that. The gaming will get better. The podcast will get better. And But we also wanted to add a video element, and we were trying to do, like, Twitch to see if we could do that. It just wasn't working out. So I figured let's do the Facebook Live video as we record the audio version so now people could see our beautiful faces, my very nice beard, Thomas's beautiful white skin, and we right. can all have a good time, listen to the podcast, and you guys can see us and have more of a reach and more of a connection because I know you guys aren't doing anything right now. It, what is it? It's – 10:32 right now you guys are bored your old lady already fell asleep or you know your man's gone and he's working or he fell asleep and your kids are asleep and you're sitting around having a voodoo ranger ipa and no i'm not a sponsor <laughs> actually i should tell people i am a fucking sponsor you know maybe makes, like give me more, makes us sound important maybe give you more credit out here uh so what do we got here we go uh fuck your beard you damn mets fan fuck you you philadelphia piece of shit I love you. You're a great guy. But um, I, hate, I hate everybody from Philly. They're, they're so obnoxious. They're like worse than Yankees fans. Um, Justin said, I like to set up more personal, can see the emotions of the conversation. Great idea. Well, that's what we do, baby. We do great ideas. Um, so let's get the podcast started. Episode 34. Tank, how you doing? How was your week? Oh, man, doing pretty good. Week was good. Uh, another typical weekend like I always have, you know, uh, just like to relax. Did a few paintings. Um Hold on. Can we see him? Might be able to see one here. Hold up. I don't know about you, but it's grainy as fuck, dude, because it's so dark in there. Oh, it's <laughs> too could, dark. That could be a painting well, or a fucking dead body. We don't even know. It might be both, man. It, <laughs> it might be both. Be, it could be both. You never know. That's for damn sure. But yeah, I did a few paintings. Um, that's it, man. Just relax this weekend. Played some video games. 
uh, like always, that's it. I got nothing else to report. Everything's good on this side. That's awesome, man. Uh, I went camping this weekend. I went up to the Catskills, and um, and yes, the Mets are they're, they're playing bad, Justin. There's nothing I could do about that. It's just my life. You you know about that too. For a lot of years with your teams, it's tough. Uh, I went camping um, this weekend with my other best friend, which is named Daniel as well. And uh, we went up to the Catskills, which was awesome. Um, I haven't been out of the house in a minute. It was getting a little fucking crazy. So <laughs> I needed a, a minute there to, to kind of recollect uh, my thoughts. And it was great. Um, we went on this thing called, um, I think it's like the, the Ride Rollers or some, some shit like that. What they do is they take like a, like a basically like a, a bike, but it's like a four-wheel bike on the tracks, and you push it with your legs. Um, and it's awesome because, uh, it's fun. Cause you get to see like the river and shit as the water's going through, you see, to see all the green scenery and all these little like old shits up there. Cause dude, it's, it's old up there. Like when I'm talking about, when you go upstate New York, that's fucking old dude. Like, like they still utilize all their old shit too. Like it really is like going to like a new, a new place that you've never been before it really is very old school when you go upstate new york um everyone was really nice i didn't feel any weirdness or anything like that uh, i had a great time on the track they weren't they, it wasn't weird to see a black man camping uh listen i didn't see many blacks <laughs> up there i'll tell you that <laughs> which i don't even know could we if i'm half black and i call people blacks like is that will i get in trouble for that i'm not even really sure I um know, i really don't give a fuck anyway i get a pass i don't care i love my dad he's black he made me that's all I need. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, um, we had a great time. So we got on the tracks. Uh, we, we did like, we finished like a little bottle of Jameson, had a good time. I had some extras out there, you know, some flowers for myself. And uh, we got on and dude, I, we were having a great time on the way down. We were taking videos and shit and doing all this stuff until they flipped it about an hour later. So we went like an hour in and uh, he went back we had to go back the other way and we really had to pedal dude to get back the other way. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a burp for you guys. There you go. Uh, we had to pedal all the way back up and that was a little bit of work and I've been having issues with my hip. So, um, but it was cool because it opened up my hip. I felt great afterwards, went back to the campsite, got the fucking tent set up. We got the fire set up pretty quickly. Got it on, got it. And it, dude, it was right on the river. So as soon as you, like you, you get to the campsite, it's right on the river. People are fishing and shit. And then like, I mean, literally you just step and reach your hand and you're out in the water. Did you guys go fishing at all? No, no, we didn't go fishing. I got some hot dogs and I got some stew meat, uh, marinated it in like, uh, garlic, uh, onion powder, um, some, um, some fish stock sauce, uh, some soy sauce. And, um, I think one other thing I forget and I let it marinate for like two or three days and uh, we just uh, we just put it on some skewers, some metal skewers. And um, it was funny, though, because I went to the store, one of the stores up there and I didn't have any I didn't have any papers on me. And so when I, when I went to the counter, I was like, can I have some joint papers? And she was like, joint papers. She's like, you mean rolling papers? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, who the fuck rolls cigarettes? I'm like, what is this? Like a Clint Eastwood movie? Like no one's rolling cigarettes anymore. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's crazy. Um, I actually know a couple people that do that's that. That's crazy, dude. Like, I, yeah. I just, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know too many people. And you're people looking at them like, what the fuck are you smoking, dude? Aren't you at work? Oh, they're cigarettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, weed. joint papers. And then all of a sudden, because it was one of those places where, um, they had like the front desk and then behind it, 
oh my god a vibration just whoops dude that was a vibration from my phone so ladies if uh you ever need something there definitely use your phone because that just rocked it um so (laughs) so basically uh so the cook goes oh they don't call them joint papers anymore i'm like what do they (laughs) what do they call them and i think he goes um oh i gotta ask danny i forgot he said some weird name and i was like Check, please. <laughs> it's time to go. I'm getting out of here. It's getting a little bit weird. So we got to the campsite. We set up. Um, yes, yes, Aaron, I am running the the Fantasy League again. We'll get to it. Um, for the people that are listening on the Anchor app, we are broadcasting live on Facebook. I actually should be sharing this, but it's the first time we're doing it, so we're going to have some some kinks in the armor. Um But, yeah, uh, I had a good time, man. We just sat there. We barbecued. We drank. Um the guy had to come out one time and tell us to be quiet because we were playing our music too loud. I did. I don't know what that was about. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't even really that loud. It kind of put a damper in the mood because we were really jamming and getting going. And it was only like six 30 or something. But the problem is, is like a lot of these campsites, they have like the campsite mixed in with people that just go camping. And I, like, that's, that's stupid. They should just section it off. Like, so you're not sitting next to someone that lives there every day. You know, so they're not used to hearing noise. Oh, so the the campsite is right by where people actually live? Well, people live with their campers on there. Yeah, so it's like mixed. Oh, I see, I see. So you're like okay. – you're mixed in with campers and then people that live on the campsite. Um, okay. So you have like a mixture of both of them. So, I mean, dude, it's so weird. It's tripping me out right now because I'm, I'm watching myself on the computer because uh, I got to type the description and share it, you know, once you get started with some topics. And I'm moving my hand like this. That's the Italian in me. And so I'm watching my real hand move up while watching my hand move up with my left eye. And then I have right there, the video right there. And I see my hand. So there's like three hands and they're just fucking flying all. They're flying all over the place. I'm (laughs) fucking bugging, man. Uh, But yeah, no, we're having a good time. Um, That was a great time. And then we went to a brewery afterward called Woodstock Brewery. in the Catskills, in the same area, um, and it's really clean. The food is awesome. The beer was really good. Um, and then from there, they recommended that we check out Hudson Valley. So then we went – and um, by the way, the campsite was in Phoenicia. Um, it, I, I think that's in the Catskill area. I don't know too much about it, but um, <laughs> he says it <laughs> – so Justin says it's the gay in you, not the Italian bro. Let's be honest. So my hand's moving and shit. <laughs> Listen, I have nothing wrong with Stop. gay people, brother. So I'm I'm just gonna let that one fly. So I'm gonna let you deal with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's get on some of these topics. So one of the topics that we wanted to talk about was um, a quarterback who actually wind up killing himself. His name is Tyler Holinsky. Um, a CTE is a brain, like a brain injury, uh, like a chronic traumatic brain injury uh, that winds up developing in the brain. And it's, it's really targeted, I guess, towards football players and, and I guess boxers as well because of the constant sustained hits that they, they have over time. Um, what they wind up doing is when they cut this kid's brain open, they found out he's 21 years old. Um, he shot himself with his dad's rifle and uh, he didn't have any signs of – Like, you know, a lot of times with these guys with CTE, it's later in their careers. You know, it's mostly guys like in the NFL or after the NFL and like they go through a lot. They can't remember where they are. They show signs of aggression, abuse. And there's like there's like stuff leading up to 
like the breaking point. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like there. But this. Yeah. Not this time though, right? This time it kind of just happened, right? Well, I'm not sure. I'd have to do like a little bit more research on it. And Justin, yes, it is sad. Um, I don't know if they've ever found something like this in someone this young, and he didn't even display this. I guess the same signs. Um, but I don't. You know, would he display the same signs because he's 21 and he's not 65? A lot of the or or 45 or 55. I know Junior Seau uh, for the San Diego Chargers. He was probably like one of the I guess one of the younger guys. He retired like 15 years ago, I think something like that. Right, Mm -hmm. guys, I think 10, 15 years ago, something like that. And then he displayed some of those signs. It's usually older guys. But the, the kids are faster and stronger each generation as it goes on. And so maybe you're going to start to see more of these signs pop up as time goes on because these kids are getting stronger, they're getting faster, they're getting bigger. Um, and, and they're going to get hit. They're going to get hit harder at an early age. You know? Absolutely. Like how, how long did, how long did he, like, when did he start playing football? You know, these are all like questions you like, I would like to know the answer. So I don't think we have any of that, but no, you know, when did he start playing football? Um, were there signs, but maybe people like chose not to see them, you know, like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you, you can't remember where your keys are. Oh, that's normal. You know, that's no problem. And, and you know, maybe stuff like that was going on. Maybe he was showing signs and people just, you know, swept it under the rug. Cause they thought he was going to be, you know, make a lot of money or whatever, but, uh, damn 21 years old, man. That's sad. 21 years that's, old. And when they, and when they cut open his brain, they said, that he had the brain of a 65-year-old. Imagine that, being fucking 21 years old and having the brain of a 65-year-old, what he must have been dealing with outside of football, outside of pain, just like maybe the cloudiness that you would feel, I guess, as you get – I don't want to be disrespectful. My my user my, – our viewer base – our user. Ooh, uh, user base. <laughs> our, our, <laughs> our viewer base isn't really um, in 65-plus, but if there's anyone listening that's 65-plus, um, if you could, you know, maybe chime in and let us know, like, you know, as you get older, like maybe a fogginess or not remembering things. I, I mean, I really don't know, but because you have to remember these are injuries, not age related things. So it's not like an acceleration. Like as you get older, like you kind of just keep up with the pace. This is someone that's 21 whose brains of a 65 year old in a very short period of time. And here's another thing that people aren't really talking about. How old, how long has he had the 65 year old brain for too as well? He could have had that mm-hmm. 65-year-old fucking brain when he was in middle school, for all you know. Yeah. He could have – you know, I mean, I'm not going to assume that well, because they, he's getting hit by college kids. That's probably the reason why, you know. They, they say that like um, – I listened to a podcast recently. They said uh, brain injuries take about 10 years to show the full effects, right? So that would mean around 11 years old, if that's true. You know, maybe it's different. Maybe it's different if you're younger. Maybe it comes faster. Who knows? But uh, that's that's crazy, man. Was he beat as a child? Uh, no, you know? it doesn't. It, Who knows? It doesn't say anything. Say anything about him being uh, beat when he was a child or anything like that. But uh, I, I would assume he probably started in middle school. I mean, um, anywhere from. I mean, you're always playing, but when you're getting hit, you're in pee wee right. leagues. I'm assuming probably middle school. So I would assume he started in sixth grade. Uh, and then you, you know, you're playing high school football, 11 years old. 
I don't know his background either. I don't know um, if he was more of a mobile quarterback than a throwing quarterback. I don't know where he went to high school. I don't know if he was the star quarterback. I don't know if he, he made those fucking plays that you see in movies like a lot of kids try to do. They just, you know, they're so willing to give their bodies in high school, and I don't blame them um, for doing so because – you want to go to a good college. You want to get it, you know, a scholarship. You want to be the man. You know, if you, you're fucking playing high yeah, school so football, you probably it, are it's half also the like, man. Some, you know, in that walking around there. So you want to take it to the next level, and you're gonna do whatever it takes. You know, it's also like getting the recognition. Like, damn, did you see what he did on the field last night? Absolutely. You know? Yeah, you want that. It's like a, it's like an addiction, man. It's like a drug. You know, you want to keep getting that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's tough, and it's tough because they even made a movie about this because they had a doctor. I forgot what his name was. Um, Will Smith is the guy that played him in the movie. And he started bringing up these things to the NFL and they kind of like just brushed him off and they actually try to like push him out the door um, and actually ruin his medical career because they weren't ready. Uh, they weren't really weren't ready for this. I mean, this has really been coming about as technology has gotten better and people have known how many people who have died and didn't know that they had CTE and like people just thought they were crazy or they lost their mind and they really were just dealing with an illness. And as anyone knows, like the NFL is not like a lot of other sports, like major league baseball, your contracts are guaranteed. So if someone signs you to a seven year deal worth $200 million, you're going to fucking see pretty much every bit of that money uh, unless you're hurt. And then in that stint, in that instance, the team can claim insurance on you like the Mets do with David Wright. And then you don't have to uh, ever worry about losing money. And, but it's all guaranteed with football contracts are not guaranteed. So the signing bonus um, is guaranteed. Um, you look for endorsement deals that's guaranteed um, with the contract that you sign with that to a degree. Uh, but it's not the same, you know? And so, do you get paid per game? How does that work? Because I don't, I don't watch. Football. Yeah, you get paid. You get paid weekly, so per game. Um, and it, it's t- it's tough though because you know if you're in the last year of your contract, let's say, you want to get paid. So a lot of guys will hold out, and a lot of fans don't like that. But you have to realize that these guys are an elite type of an athlete. It's like you being the best person at your job, and. But you only have a short amount of time to do it. You know, most people that work their jobs, they can work them for, you know, unless it's physically, you know, intensive. Like you could work your job for 30, 40 years and be fine. Um, These guys, they there's always young guys coming up behind them when you're working. A lot of times you don't have people that are pushing you out constantly like, oh, here's the next guy. Here's the next guy. Here's the next guy. And you had to keep staying on top of your game to push those younger people down to a lower level. You don't have to do that much that much in the NFL. You have a short window. I think the the average NFL career is a couple years, like three, four years, something like that. And uh, you want to make the most of that, especially when you're good. So like there was a guy for the Jets, Liam Washington. He played the good, the good soldier. And it was the last year of his contract. He said, I'm not going to take the deal that you're giving me. Um, I'm just going to play through and then we'll talk about it. I don't want to hold out. I want us to have a good year. He wound up hurting his knee and he was never the same after that. And it's just and he never got the money that he probably would have gotten if he was healthy because he was a very dynamic back. He ran uh, caught the ball in the backfield. He returned touchdowns, punt returns. Uh, Leon Washington was a good a good back, and he could have helped a lot of teams. And he was still good after that, but not the same, not the dynamic back that he was with the Jets. And so then, yeah, the t- it works out for the team because then the team doesn't have to resign him, which they didn't. They traded him, 
after he came back and he was healthy, they traded him after they drafted him and he wanted to stay there with the home team. They traded him to Seattle. He was never the same after that. I don't even know if he was on that Super Bowl team that won. Uh, I doubt it. Um, but that if he was good for him, but I doubt it. Um, and it's very, very sad. And that happens a lot. So it's tough, you know, and these kids are trying all they can. And, and listen, I think that the NFL should go back to leather fucking helmets. Like, I think that mm-hmm. these guys feel emboldened because they have the shoulder pads, they have the trainers, they have all this stuff, they have the helmets. The helmets are getting better every year. Um, but what they're not, well, it's like, you know, you know the, the, the problem is the athletes are getting bigger, stronger, and faster, right? And the, the helmets and the gear is getting better, which is allowing everyone to hit each other harder, right? And, and you can say what you want, like, you can look at fighting too. In, in MMA, you know, they got four-ounce gloves. Right. That's not to protect the fighter. That's to protect your hands. You know, when, when you get your hands wrapped, dude, you could punch anything as hard as you want, and you're not going to get hurt. Right. But the guy's head's going to get hurt. The same thing with football. If it was like rugby, right, like let's say there was min- minimal to no pads, guys would not be hitting each other like that because you just can't. They would be getting split open, injured, one game done. That's it. I agree with you, man. I think, I think the, the, the padding should be less, the, the safety gear. It's interesting, safety gear, right? You know, it's designed to protect you, but I think it's, it's, uh, it's protecting you in the short term, right. but it's making it worse in the long term, right? You got to look at the long game. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you on that 100%. The exa- go, to, go to leather helmets or something. The example to that is, would be uh, soldiers. Um, what we're doing, like the armor that the soldiers are wearing, like the plates that they wear, um, they're able to sustain the concussion blast. Um, so keep the person alive, essentially the vital organs, um, and the plate absorbs all of that, like that energy. But what's happening is there's still things inside the bottle. So, you know, if you shake up a plastic Coke bottle, and you throw it on the ground, the pressure inside that bottle is fucking crazy. The bottle didn't break. Cap didn't fly off. Everything's still intact. But there's so much fucking pressure in that bottle. And it's the same thing with the soldiers. They have all this gear on, and it keeps getting better and better, and it's keeping them alive. But they're coming home fucked up because that pressure Mm -hmm. is still in there. It needs a release somewhere. Shit's getting jumbled around in there. You just happen to be alive for it, whereas before people would die. Um, and so you have a lot of people coming home with problems. And I think that's the same thing with the NFL in a sense where the pads, the protection, the treatment is getting better and better and better every year. But there's still stuff inside of there. So you have this casing on the outside that's protecting your body. But inside you have a brain, you have a consciousness, uh, you have things going on. So uh, it's it's a really – crazy situation because to me football is the number one sport in america right now uh people will tell you uh you know baseball is america's pastime that's an old thing dude because baseball is an old man sport i think the average fan in baseball is like 40 years old or maybe even older than that um so and baseball is an awesome sport but football is the main thing and it's going to be tough because it's like a thing man on nfl sunday like even if you're not into football it's like oh just come come to the bar and have some beer and wings with us you know we're gonna watch the game if you're not, mm-hmm. Even if you're not into it, it's just a whole big thing. And But I think they should scale back. It's like a ritual. It know? is. It's like a ritual. Yeah. It's a ritual for me, and I'm not even going to lie. And I'm not going to stop watching the NFL. And like, 
you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, that makes it tough as someone who consumes is that you're so like worried about like, should I support this brand or not? You know, like, because they may do things, you know, for instance, like with the whole kneeling thing with the NFL, a lot of fans are like, I'm not going to support it. I don't care what they're trying to get across, but I like the NFL. I've been watching since I was a kid and whether I agree or disagree, I'm not going to mix my politics uh, with my NFL, if they want to, that's fine. That doesn't mean I have to jump into the fray just because they are. I'm here to watch the Jets on Sunday. I've been watching them since I was like five years old. Um, so I, I really don't care. But even though I think that it's been misconstrued, I don't care about that at all. I really, really, really don't. But a lot of people do. And I think that long term between that, the pressure that Trump and his fans put on the NFL. They've already seen ratings drop. And then you start inching in this Holinsky thing a little bit more because I don't think they've had a case this young revealing a brain problem like this. This could be the, mm -hmm. the downtick of the NFL just a little bit. And I'm telling you right now, the, NF the NBA is very fan-friendly. Um, they support their players with their social, their social justice stuff. So there's really not going to be an issue of a back and forth because they already support them. And there's a lot of good NBA stars, even besides LeBron James. And I still think LeBron has a left. I could see the NBA kind of teetering in there a little bit. The only thing that throws it off a little bit, too many black guys in the NBA, not enough white uh -oh, guys. Oh, stereotypes. So I don't, stereotype. I don't think it's going to be number one. Even in the Where NFL, there's a lot of black players. There's still a lot of white players in the NFL too. Let's not forget about that. Great white players in the NFL. And so um, – I think that's why the NBA will never be able to eclipse it on a side note to that, you know. We need a Larry Bird. Dude, you do need a Larry Bird, bro. <laughs> you need that's I don't watch basketball. Dude, Larry Bird was the fucking <laughs> man, dude. That guy can play in any generation. But let's get off of sports a little bit. Um and let's talk about um what do you want to talk about? What do you want to bring up next? I don't know, man. Let's uh hold on. Let me see what we got here. Let me see. Uh what about the police force, man? The Mexican police force. Yeah. Getting arrested. The entire Mexican police force arrested after mayoral candidates murder. Yep. I was in the Crazy. town in the town of Ocampo. Um, fuck Post Malone. Don't mention him in my fucking videos anymore, Justin. I don't <laughs> care about that Post Malone. Fuck out of here. Uh, tw <laughs> tw 28 officers from the town of Ocampo in the western state of – oh, my gosh. I'm going to butcher that. <laughs> Michoacan. Oh, boy. Hey, we're arrested. I'll butcher it for you. No, we're arrested Sunday on suspicion of involvement in the murder of Mr. Juarez, who was, I guess, a mayor. I'm not a mayor, a candidate running for mayor. Dude, that's fucking crazy, man. This is this all ties into um, to me into a, a lot of the reasons why people are trying to leave Mexico. And um, we talked about this in prior podcasts, but. It's just not a safe place to be, man. No one wants yeah. to be there. You know, it's like people, human beings have migrated, traveled, and went to new lands since the beginning of time. And then for some reason now when people try to do it, people lose their fucking minds. Like, like it's never been done before or something. Like whether you agree with it or not, you can agree with the border or not agree with the border. What you have to agree with 100% is within human history up, up until – what the last hundred years maybe 
um, and people mm-hmm. still do it. We just don't do it as much here in America because we're already established. Our generations have been coming. They've already been here. They've already been established. But for a lot of places, people have been migrating forever, man. And people have been f- and clashing and fighting uh, with other people forever. Like Africans tried to um, – they tried to migrate um, to Israel were turned away with – I mean, extreme racism, dude. I mean, if anyone could look it up, look up, type in like African um, Israel uh, race clash and you'll see, dude, it's insane. These are God's chosen people, you know, the people that America protects all the time. You know what I mean? And like they're out here just blatantly being racist to these people. It's crazy, you know, all for people trying to make a new start. And when you see examples like this, can you name one American county, state, or city that fucking the 28 officers were arrested for the murder of a candidate who was running for mayor of their town? That's crazy. But, but uh, and Justin just said something too. Now, so th- this is the whole town, the whole police force was arrested for this. But that's one of... There's, a, there's dozens of murders that have happened in Mexico of people that were running for office. More, more than a thousand candidates have dropped out of local races ahead of the election because they fear being gunned down. Absolutely. So that, that is insane to live, live in that type of environment, man. That's crazy. And that does make sense why people want to leave Mexico. And where's the, where's the closest country? And that's, just, you know? and that's just one that's just one example. We're not talking about the money, the jobs, the careers, the life expectancy, the gangs down there, uh, all sorts of stuff. And don't get me wrong. I like, I'm absolutely understanding of the other side as well. I understand it totally. Um, I understand that vibration again. Yep, I understand. (laughs) I understand people who don't want people coming in because you don't know who's who. And so when people come in, yeah, okay, so they got a family big deal. Um, Fucking gangsters have families, too. Um, And, you know, so it's it's really hard. Uh, Drug peddlers have families. Murderers have families. It happens. So I understand people who don't want that. But there has to be somewhere in the middle where we meet and. This is just another example of why people would want to leave the amount of corruption that's there. And not just that, it's also bleeding into their tourism now, too, because I just saw an article a couple of weeks ago of a couple that's been to Mexico several times. No problems. And what actually saved their life was the fact that they spoke Mexican, not Mexican. They didn't speak Mexican. They <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I said it racist. Like that. I'm a racist. Damn it. I'm busted now. I, I, I said they were speaking Mexican, but, but um, they knew the language. And so um, they were actually able to. Don't, under, they, don't you speak American? Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it is true. But, dude, that, that's so um, that's true. Uh, let's see. Daniel, turn your volume on your computer off. You're echoing. I don't have my volume on my computer. I mean, I'm not coming through my computer, but I'll turn it down. How about now? Can you hear me? Might be me. Is it? You paused it. I paused it. The video paused. Oh, uh, that, that might be a connection of some sort, though. Hold on. Because I didn't, I didn't press anything on there. Oh, boy. Here we go. Come back to me, Thomas. Uh, we'll give it a couple more seconds. You might have... Can you hear me, though, on the uh, yeah, can, Anchor app? Yeah, right? I can hear you on the Anchor app, so we might just have to uh, rest- me... restart the video. 
hold on. Let me re- let me refresh it. Refresh it, man. Refresh it. No, I'm by myself, so I'll just send you a little invite because I could just push this button right here. Send me that invite. Oh, wait. It says recently invited sent. It says already sent you an invite. Dude, don't even tell me, like, Facebook has this thing where, like, you, once you send someone an invite, you can't send them again until you end the Ew, video. That's like H1Z1. Yeah, that's, that's so dumb. Um, hold on. Hold on. Can I join it? You might be able to. Maybe maybe if you send me – is there a button to click join and then, like, I can accept you? Look at these geezers here trying to figure out technology. It's fucking pathetic. We need a young kid to help us out here. Yeah, man, and do it for us because I'm over this. I just want to talk. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> talk and, and have my beers and conversate. I'm just sitting here typing all this. Um, one night, put my ass on camera, Daniel Smith. We will have a blast. You know I got the setup. You know I got you, brother. You know, we all to know about that. It was echoing for me, too. It's better now. Well, of course it's better now, Mike, because there's not two connections. There's only one connection. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Come on, dude. You're younger than me. Get with it. Um, Hold yeah. up. We got to figure this shit out. Yeah. Uh, so, try to send me another invite. I can't. It says I can't. I can't send it to you. I think we're gonna have to end this video and start a whole. A whole oh, hold on. One. I can. What's I up? I can request. I can request it. Request it, baby. Oh shit! There he is. There we go. Okay. Oh, we learned something today. L- listen, there's seven people listening right now. Reveal yourself. I want to know who's listening. I could click on the button, but this is all new, so I don't. There it I don't is. Be messing. With. There it is. All right. So we're back. So now. I'm back. So I'm now back. we know when we have technical difficulties. That's all we need, baby. Let's get right back in it. All right. So we're in it. Um, but yeah, I could see why people would want to fucking leave. That's for damn sure. Um, Mexico. I wouldn't go to Mexico for anything. Everyone's like, oh, let's go to Mexico. You know, it's so cheap. Let's have a good time. I'm like, no, why? I have no need to go to Mexico. I'm happy right here. I live in New York City, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to Mexico. Um, I'm off that. People are dying. They're not having a good time. Everyone's trying to come here. I don't blame them, dude. Um, and let's not forget, people. America's always been a place where everyone's uh, wanted to come, man, just because you could do what you're doing right now. Like this podcast, you got black and white, different sides of the country talking about whatever I want to talk about. I could say I love Donald Trump. I could say fuck Donald Trump. And I'm probably not going to die. But in a lot of places, you can't have that. In Russia, there was a ban that protested Putin. They were arrested for like three years, bro. So (laughs) fucking poison there. Yeah, dude. Journalists, uh, all sorts of people. And these are developed places, you know, and uh, apparently fucking whole towns of candidates are getting mauled. And so, yeah, people want to do want to come to America. And I think they need to do it the right way. I think we do need to have a better system. And um, it it's tough, but geez, dude, this is it's crazy, man. And it sucks because you know why? What it hurts mo- the most is the Mexican people that don't do shit like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The people yeah. that don't kill and don't cheat and don't scam. Like, um, it's just it, it's very sad, you know. It is, you know. It makes you wonder, like, uh, does that does that word get back now? It's like. Okay, we you go over the border, everything's going to be great. Um, like I said last week, um, do these people even know when they get over the border? Like, is somebody telling them, hey, get out of here, go to America, things will be great. And then they show up on the border, and then there's Border Patrol, right? Right. Now, we, we talked about that before, but now maybe you have the reverse. You know, maybe you have, oh, man, it sucks being here, but don't go to America because they're going to take your kids away and separate you from your kids, right? 
So then, then what do you do when you want to leave? You got nowhere to go. Like, fuck, you just got to sit there and deal with it. Yeah. That sucks, too. Absolutely, you know? man. Um, people got to remember that, too. These people aren't coming here to sell you something. They're here because they want to make their lives better, even if it's just by a little bit. The problem I have, and we talked about this, is Time Magazine kind of fucked up oh, a little yeah. bit. Um, they were going to make a cover for Time Magazine. Everybody knows the picture. They saw the little girl at the border who was crying with her parents and stuff. And Donald Trump is like looking over or down at her. And it's a, it's like that bright time red color. And it's just very polarizing. And I, when I, yeah, cause she's, she's looking up at him crying and he's looking down on her, like with that smug look he gets, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, you know, they fucking like, like, Oh, you're beneath me that look. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, I just wanted to explain it more. Oh, yeah, no, it, it's uh, if anybody – and there's going to – I think there's a way we can do this. Um, we'll figure it out as time goes on. Um, Justin actually might know more about this too because Justin does the videos where, like, it shows you exactly um, what he's trying to do on his uh, laptop. So I'll speak to him about that. Um, but, yeah, the, the cover, it's, like, you know, really polarizing and you're just kind of like, wow – and they had to retract it because the father of the two-year-old girl spoke up about what happened. If people don't know what's going on right now, this was like a huge thing. People were going fucking nuts, dude. Like, oh, Trump, he's separating families. Look at this little girl. She's fucking – she's crying. She's two years old. Well, the dad of the little girl spoke up and basically what happened – was that the mom always wanted to go to America and be in America. And who wouldn't, you know, I, I'm not blaming her on that. But apparently he, she took the daughter and just, like, left, dude, right? Like, but, she, but, yeah, but she left, uh, I think, two other kids, was it? Yeah, she had two other kids. Two other kids left with the dad, I think, right? But then she took the other kid over to America or tried to. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that's what happened. He tried to, like, she, like, she tried to take, she tried to, what happened was, is, it's hard to really say, man, because apparently the dad had a good job in Mexico, too. So, like, apparently, like, it wasn't like they were struggling. So, the narrative that's been put across all the airwaves or these people are coming from all these different places and, they don't have anything and they're trying to have a better life. And that's true for a lot of people and maybe even for most people. I'm not there. I'm not with every one of those people and neither are you. But I do know that's a fact. So, yes, that's happening. Um, but not in this particular case. And they kind of got themselves burned a little bit because they use this little girl as like the figurehead of like this movement that was starting to build. And then all of a sudden the father was just like. No, man, <laughs> like, it's not even like that. Like, I have a good job. My kids are happy. Like, things are going well. And, like, she just wanted to be in America, and she took the kid and fucking left. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah, once yeah. Time Magazine – and don't get me – and listen, I don't want to hear all this, well, you don't know, Dan. You're not there, blah, 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 all this stuff. No. But, but you know what? They, they want to retract the story, though, if it wasn't – Exactly. If it wasn't false, right? It was – you know, one thing that pisses me off, man, is when things are misrepresented. Right. I can't stand it. Like, if you, if you have a belief, that's fine. Have your belief. If you have an opinion, that's fine. Have your opinion. But don't pick and choose something 
that fits into the puzzle piece you need, right, for your argument. I just don't like that, man. I, I can't stand that with anything. It's like, okay, let's talk facts, right? You know, if, if, if there are kids being taken from their parents, that sucks. And, and there's not, that shouldn't be happening. And there should be something in place to solve that. Right. But don't use a situation like this that, you know, is, is taking the truth and stretching it. And, and turning it into something it's not to, to use it for your agenda. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, no, I don't like that either. And, you know, another thing that was misrepresented is like the girl wasn't carried away um, by I'm reading this right now, too, um, by U.S. Border Patrol agents. Her mother picked her up and the two were taken away together. And so it, it's not. This is like you have to be careful. You have to be very careful because if not, we're just going to play this game back and forth to the end of time. Because like we've talked about before, the same things I saw people were saying about Obama, the type of hate, anger, and force that I saw with Obama, I'm seeing with Trump, I saw with Bush, and I've seen with every president since the internet age has begun because what? We all have opinions. We're here right now. Two guys – telling our opinions on the internet there's hundreds of thousands of people doing it and there's little pockets so like let you know we have a little pocket of let's say 30 40 people that listen to our podcast that watch our videos and then there's like hundreds of other dudes that have that same type of influence as well and so you know we have to be careful and not split into all these different little categories where we're not able to come to the table and really have conversation um and and really talk about the real facts i didn't vote for donald trump i don't personally really like donald trump but i have supported some of his moves that he has made and i've also Hold shamed see. can you see this is it backwards or is it good? It's, no, back, it's, backwards. it's backwards, but you could still see the picture. But anyway, that's what it is. That's yeah, the one we're that's, talking that's about. the picture yeah. right there. Um, and then hopefully we can get a screencast. Justin, please let me know. You're on here fucking talking bullshit. Actually, <laughs> actually say something we can <laughs> use um, if, we, if we're able to show what's on our screen as we're doing this somehow. Please let us know. Um, Carolina says, I like this format. It feels like people can interact more. And nice seeing your faces to go with it. I, I have to click see more to see what else she typed. And I just don't want to touch anything because everything's going so well. So maybe next week I'll fuck with it a little bit more. But I agree. Um, that's what we're trying to do. We're like two friends. We're two best friends. Basically brothers that have known each other for over 15 years. We live on opposite sides of the country from coast to coast. Um, we, we, get to, we play video games and, and we talk like throughout the week. Um, all the time uh, but every Tuesday we dedicate this day to gaming and we always have like these crazy things that we get into um, both politically fun comedic all sorts of shit and we have a good time so we want to share with everyone so we're trying to find the best way to reach you guys YouTube kind of sucks because as soon as you put the YouTube app you can't surf so I don't know you know it's kind of the same with this I guess right because if you're watching the live video you can't go surf other stuff but I don't know. Does it? Does it run in the background? Like if you, uh, you know, let us know, Caroline, if if you're watching, can you still listen um, and still surf the app or st- other apps or no? Or is it cut off as soon as you leave the video? But either way, it seems like this might be a better approach and we're able to dive into the topics a little bit more. Because like we were saying before, for the people listening on Anchor app and you can listen to this podcast um, if you don't have time, if it's getting too late for you. 
Most of you motherfuckers have an iPhone. Don't lie to me. I'm looking at you right now. I know most of you guys have an iPhone. Go on iTunes, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Subscribe to the podcast. If you don't have an iPhone and you're one of those guys that are like, oh, fuck Apple, yeah, whatever. They say they're so good, ain't shit. If you're one of those people, that's okay. Because we also have Google. (laughs) We have Google Podcast. We have, um, which is new, and you have Google Play. We're both on there too. We're also on Anchor app, Overcast, Late Night Cipher with Tank and Smitty. We're gonna be here every week, so get used to these faces. You know what I'm saying? And dive in with us. And so for the people listening on Anchor, we didn't forget about you, baby. We're here with you, daddy. Um, we're going Facebook Live, but we're also live with you in our hearts. So, um, but yeah, like what we were saying before is. It's it's really a problem when it comes down to it because I could see it right now, it happening. Let's say Trump doesn't get reelected and we have a Democratic president. I could see the right coming back just as hard as the left is now. And with every right, understandably, but Trump doesn't make it easy. You know, um, I think if Trump was like more like Obama, let's say, as far as like staying – I'm not talking about politics or even the way he speaks – just kind of staying off of like just the harshness. A lot of people like it because it's like he's being honest and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just because someone's being honest doesn't mean they're being nice or cool or even real, you know, just because you're being uh-huh. honest, just because, yeah. oh, well, he, I like it because he's so like in your face. He's honest. Okay. So because you're honest, you could say whatever the fuck you want to say. I don't think so. It doesn't work like that. I think he gets himself in a lot of trouble by doing things that way. I think that's the problem. I think if he was a lot more like, I guess, reserved and like acting more like a president typically does. And I'm not even saying with your politics, just come on, man. Like he's just so much on the Twitter. It gives people ammunition. And so I just see the next democratic president getting killed by the right and this whole fucking cycle just continuing. The next Democratic mm-hmm. president is the softest fucking pillow-waving motherfucker that ever walked the earth. The fucking snowflake. This I could just see it right now. And it's just going to be this back and forth, back and forth. And there has to come a time where we just put our fucking hands down and say, listen, judge people it- by their actions. If the guy's an asshole, call him out. If he does something good, praise it. Overall, you can give a judgment, obviously, but judge each action accordingly because he's not working alone. There's tons of other people that are involved in the decisions that he's making. So if he does something good, be like, hey, I fucking hate the guy, but that's not that bad. What's wrong with that? You know, but, you know, like maybe what we're seeing, you know, because we always talk about how the the country's young, super young. Right. Right. And, and, you know, I think we got a, a few more people listening now. Think about. 200 and what 50 years ago is when we came over to America. And now look at the way the country is right now. Look at the development. Look how many people there are. You know, you've got, if you ever driven through Texas, there's not, there's not shit in Texas. There's fucking like land for days. Right. But all the cities, all the, the structures, everything we have here, it's, it's really crazy to think that all that happened in that short amount of time. But look at um, every, every civilization winds up failing somehow and maybe what we're seeing now is the beginning of that you know um you have a lot a lot of divisiveness man a lot of separation between the left and the right um everyone thinks they're right nobody wants to really budge and and ooh, there you go but maybe it's maybe maybe we're seeing the beginnings of it you know not i'm not saying the fall in, in civilization but maybe 
like that's what's happening right now. You know, we're starting to, you know, eventually I think people grow apart and I think that's what's happening, but everybody needs to kind of get together. Let's not fucking fight with each other. Let's not focus on the negative things that he did or negative things that he did or she or Z or whatever. Or X, Y, Z. But, but like, like focus on what you have in common and get shit done. Right. Because everyone's working against each other. You've got, you know, someone in office for four years and then now someone or eight years and now someone in for four, possibly eight. Who knows? Just working against each other, you know. So you're probably only getting a, a good one year of work done every eight years because you got to undo what the other person did because that's what you want. And I think it's very counterproductive and it puts people backwards. Yeah. Absolutely. And Brian, Brian, uh, Brian said, divide divide and conquer, divide and conquer. (laughs) And what it really is, I don't even think it's divide and conquer anymore. I think at one point it was, but now we've already been conquered as people. What we let the government get away with, where they put their money, what, what they've done. And we're going to talk about this very soon uh, with marijuana, which we always going to talk about that here on this show. Um, You, we've already been conquered. Now it's choosing sides. Now it's getting everyone to buy in. You have the left and you have the right. This was proved in this last election when Hillary Clinton and the DNC absolutely killed Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, whether you – and I'm talking to Democrats right now, not even Republicans. Bernie Sanders was the better candidate over Hillary Clinton. They just didn't see it. They didn't see the amount of young people that were able that were buying into what he was saying and older people that were buying into what he was saying. They bought Hillary Clinton's name, her stature, and she and they did not predict how many Democrats didn't really like her because I didn't I didn't vote for her. And I voted for a Democratic president every time since I was able to vote since I was 18. I voted in every single election since I was 18 years old. I voted in many primaries. I've voted on local elections for many things, and I've usually vote Democratic. I would say from the age of 25 on, I really started to look at the local seats and who people were, even if it was only for a little bit, because it's hard to really get into like all the different candidates and shit. But I couldn't vote for Hillary Clinton, and I've always went Democrat um, because of her fucking constant lies all the time i couldn't vote for somebody like that i just couldn't do it and i liked bernie sanders because he seemed like a normal person he fought for he's fought for unions bringing american jobs back here just like trump said he wanted to do as well and that's what we really need in this country we need industry to come back here we need to make our own shit um because when americans make their own stuff i don't think there's anyone in the world that makes a better quality product than americans have and i can prove that by looking at the many cars, buildings, bridges, little devices. I mean, anything you can find that was made American pre-1960 is fucking badass. And and even when it's not maintained, it's still fucking badass. And I think we need to get back to that. I need, think we need to get back to making our own shit. And, and that'll give more jobs here. And it'll change the complete landscape. And people think it'll be more expensive. But it won't be. It won't be more expensive. To me, because... Instead of buying one product that will last you many years, you're buying one product that you continually turn over because it's made with cheaper products and it's made to do exactly that, break right. down. So, so you're, you're saying like um, you buy an item that's – like to put it easy, like you're, you buy an item that's $100. Right. 
and let's say it lasts you four years, right? Or you buy a new item every year, but it's twenty five dollars, and you wind up spending the same amount of money mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the four year period, but the the hundred dollar item is better quality; it lasts longer, or it maybe it even lasts longer than four years, right? right. Let's say it lasts. Let's say it lasts five years. Now you just save twenty five bucks, right? Right. So I see what you're saying with that, but initially, though, I think it'll be a little bit of a sticker shock. Because, Absolutely. You know, like you know, everyone can say what they want to say, but everyone who's got an iPhone, right? You have bought a product that somebody was paid dirt to fucking mine minerals in wherever Africa, wherever the fuck it is, right? You you all paid for it, so everyone, you know, but in, in America, I think that iPhone would be a lot more money, you know, absolutely how long it'll last, but it'll be a lot more money. And I think it's the, I think it's the sticker shock that you'll see. Um, People don't, again, people don't really look long-term, right? Right. They, they look short-term, like I'm going to buy this pair of shoes for 25 bucks versus buying one for a hundred. That's going to last longer. Right. They don't, they don't look at it like that. So absolutely. We'll see. And also, also to piggyback off of that, it's like, I understand because it's tough because I don't have a lot of money. And so I do look for deals. I think everybody looks for deals when they go out and they buy stuff. Um, But when it comes to certain things like that, I know very well. And it's like, maybe we need to go back to the mentality where we don't need everything right now here at this very moment. And, and, You know, because back in the day when you bought a new fridge, when you bought a new washing machine, when you bought a new car, when you bought this and that, it was like a big fucking deal. It was like a whole family ordeal. Everyone was excited. You know, the neighbors would come over and come check your shit out. You know, these are stories I've heard from people before. And and now it's not so much, but you're getting a cheaper product that's not going to last as long and it's made purposely not to so you can come back and buy that shit and so they got you hook line and sinker yeah they're like did you did you hear about the smiths they got a vcr <laughs> yeah let's you'd... go over their house and watch a movie and <laughs> you know what there's something to that too maybe it would fucking open up like some communication lines for people you know uh, and neighbors again and different things but you know I feel the same way even with meat and different other things like, you know, we have everything available to us as human beings. And I always say this all the time and we listen to Joe Rogan all the time. So we have the same type of thing where it's like we want everything right now. But like how how can I how can I put we're living in the best time in human history pretty much. At not not one time in human history have you seen this many races, this many ages, social classes, uh, religions, all living together at the same time in pretty much harmony or at least acceptance every day where we're not trying to kill each other neck and neck with our neighbor who's Muslim and I'm Christian, et cetera, no, I, et cetera. It, it's not as bad as what you see on the fucking news. I don't right. think. I think that's, that's played out a lot. I don't watch the news a lot for that reason. It's real negative, and it's it's like all you hear about is death, destruction, you know, and corruption all the fucking time. It's like oh, I don't have time for this shit. It's not really like that. And I mean, I've lived in New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida, now California. I've lived in a lot of different states. I've I've been in a lot of different areas, and I just yeah, there's violence, you know. There's there's shit that goes on, but it's not always it's not constant you know and and with with the news and the ability for people to get 
you know, more recordings or more, you know, more coverage. You've got helicopters flying, capturing everything, a fucking accident on the freeway. You know, there's so much information being processed that you see it all the time. So you think that's how it is all the time, but it's not really like that, you know? Yeah, it's not. It's really not like that. And I don't know. We kind of jumped around a little bit there. <laughs> but, hey, whatever. you know, that's how it is. Shit happens when you're fucking flowing and you're in the cypher and you're having a good time. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about was for the first time in American history, if I'm not mistaken, the FDA approved the first cannabis-based drug. This drug is called Epidiolix. Epidiolix? We're going to find out soon. Uh, it was recommended for approval by an advisory committee in April, and the agency had until this week to make a decision. The twice-daily oral solution is approved for use in patients two and older to treat two types of epileptic syndromes, Dravet syndrome, a rare genetic dysfunction of the brain that begins in the first year of life, and Lennox-Gastaut syndrome, a form of epilepsy with multiple types of seizures that begin in early childhood between three and five years old. We've seen multiple videos online about marijuana helping with seizures. We've seen this online yep. for years. This yep. is years now. And all we've heard mm -hmm. from Jeff Sessions in this administration until Trump spoke up last week when he talked about the FBI. I mean, not the FBI. Uh, give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Not the FBI. The uh, the government. The DEA. Yeah, it, like taking the, the bans off of federal, sorry, off of federal uh, marijuana, taking the ban off of federal marijuana, which would also change its classification if you take off that ban from a Schedule 1 to maybe a Schedule 2 or maybe not even being on the list at all. And so that's a great thing, and this is just another example of – you can't hold back the science, people. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you have family members that you saw that were smoking marijuana. That is not the norm. For people, marijuana – for most people, marijuana is a form of relaxation, a form of entertainment, a form of getting over like social anxieties, uh, a form of relaxing. Um, but for some people, it's also a form of treatment, a form of giving them new life to a life that they didn't have before. If anyone has ever been around someone – and I know I have a friend that has a kid – who has seizures constantly, man. It's so sad to watch because she posts this on Facebook for all to see. And it's just very, very sad. It's very sad. And for her to be able to get medications that aren't so super harmful because she just had to give her son a medication that just made him really hyped up. And she has bite marks on her arms, man, because – and to see your kid act a certain way that you're not used to seeing your kid, but you know if they don't get this medication, they're just going to seizure out and there could be long-term potential things that go on from that if you don't take care of that. It's tough. And if you can give this kid some sort of marijuana or a strain of marijuana that's going to cut those seizures down, I don't even care if it cuts the seizure rate down by just w one seizure a day when, when, when he's having it's still doing it's something, something. Yeah. it's helping his brain. And you know what? It's helping his family relax because if you've ever had, if anyone has ever had to take care of a special needs kid or a kid that's going through health issues, thank God I'm blessed. Um, I didn't have to deal with that, but a lot of people do. And it's, it's not just frustrating for the kids and the health, 
but it's frustrating on the parent on your mind just trying to relax you know you can't it's relentless it never ends you know i couldn't imagine it you know i'm lucky i've got five kids they're all healthy you know i'm lucky um but a lot of people don't have that you know they have to deal with it but you you saw like um when it was uh, legalized in Colorado, I mean, families were moving, dude, there for their kids. Yep. They were moving there. They didn't have jobs. They had to quit their jobs. They had to sell their house. They had to, you know, pull all their money out of their savings just to get there so they could, you know, get whatever the CBD or whatever it was for their kids to, to help keep them healthy. You know, um, again, man, I, I said it, we said it before, but we're in the prohibition stage of marijuana like we were with alcohol right back back in the day eventually it's going to be legal but what, I, what i'm reading here is it says guess what though guess why it's legal is that because it's a pharmaceutical company oh yeah dw pharmaceutical what a surprise so before they can market epidiolox Ep- Epidiolex, whatever it is. Epidiolex. That the, sounds good. The DEA will have to reclassify CBD. Absolutely. Um, and if you're going to reclassify CBD, right. you have to reclassify marijuana in general, which is but a they, huge step. Yeah, but but they're expected to do that within 90 days. So I could tell you right now that this pharmaceutical company lobbied for this. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Because they saw the market, right? They saw a chance. No, no other pharmaceutical company was getting into it. Now they're into it. Now that that portion, it, CBD, will be legalized, and um, that's a step in the right direction. It's not going as fast as a lot of people want to see it, right? But uh, you know, I I think it's a good thing, you know, to treat kids with epilepsy and to piggy bank off of that for people that are Trump supporters. Um, you're not going to get the money to build that wall because it's ridiculous to give $25 billion to a wall that you're not sure that that president will, will even be reelected again, knowing very well that the new president that comes in, which if he's not reelected, obviously he's going to be a Democrat, is going to tear down everything that he's done because that's how the politics are in this country now. Your main goal is to come in and rip down everything the previous uh, administration has done instead of building upon it. And that's not a slight on Trump or even Obama. That's just, or, or Democrats or Republicans, like as far as the voters are concerned, that's just how the system is run. And so, you know, to give someone that type of, mo- that type of money, not to finish out the project and for it to o- eventually be torn down, that's just not the move. But maybe if you legalize marijuana, you can use those taxes from marijuana to build the wall that you might want. And it's just interesting that Trump is talking about removing the federal ban on marijuana and yeah. right around the same time where he knows he's not getting the money for his wall that he wanted. And and honestly, it's a good business plan in general for this country because we, we've seen and we're seeing now with Colorado how that money – the taxes that were generated from all this are now being kicked back into the community and not just in the form of taxes or jobs. Physically, the money that marijuana is being taxed on is changing how Colorado is looking because they have more money. So instead of using city funds to make a new downtown area, to fix roads in certain places, to put up maybe a new technology like um, uh, a new energy technology, wind, water, uh, force, what, uh, like whatever, um, 
now instead of the city using their budget on that to make these new things, now they're using the taxes and the money for marijuana to implement these things, which is great because then that allows the money that all the taxpayers are getting taxed on to actually support – well, supposedly supposed to go to things like social programs and things like that you know to help other people don't forget people when you pay taxes it's supposed to make things better <laughs> you know what i mean that's the whole thing about taxes it's like it's not supposed to be thrown in people's pockets or for their better use it's supposed to be used to help other people because whether you like it or not not everyone starts at the same place and that does matter and i don't care what you say where you start matters on the road it's not to say all be all but it's definitely matters and so you're able to do different things like that without completely going with the taxpayers money and so actually it becomes actually non-political because you're using this money to help so marijuana is just helping shit it doesn't care if you're republican or democratic the money and the taxes generated from marijuana are helping the community jobs are flourishing i was there a uh, year and a half, uh, two years ago, I was in Colorado. I had a great time. Everybody was super nice. I didn't see a bunch of drugged out smokers hanging out, smoking weed in Colorado. It wasn't like that at all. People were super nice to me. I never felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable in many places I've been to. I've been in a bunch of different places in the country. That's not one of them. It was super nice. Everyone was super informative. I had a great time. And, and that's what it should be Because they about. were all high. Well, yeah, it was weird, too, because I went to the Rocky Stadium to watch a baseball game because me and my brother do uh, stadium tours like baseball. Like so like we'll go and hit a bunch of like we'll go to somewhere. We'll go watch the Mets play in a certain area. Then we'll go hit the breweries and we'll go like have a great time. And uh, there was mad old people working in the Colorado Rocky Stadium. It was weird. And they were all mad nice. Mad old white people are just so nice. I don't think I've ever been somewhere I've seen old white people have been so nice to me in my entire life was in Colorado. And I'm dead serious about that. And people may roll their eyes, but, dude, I'm telling you, I've been places in the South where I was the only black person there. And I'm only half black, but I'm still black. I'm still colored. Um, and I, we've gotten my, some crazy li- looks and things have my living room. done. My living room. What's up? <laughs> I said my living room. When was that? You had, to, you had to walk. You had to walk through the living room to get to my room in my house. Oh that? my god! Oh yeah, with the old grandpop, man. Yeah, yeah man. man. It's rough yeah. That's how a lot of people were. My grandfather was the same way. He wanted nothing to do with me because I was half black. People think that shit was like 300 years ago. This was in my mm-hmm. lifetime. I'm only 33 years old. Those people are still living today with modern technology and medicine. And that and that's what you were talking about earlier when we were talking about like we're in the beginning stages of all this. We're in the beginning stages of the internet and how. We, like we should implement this um, as humans. We're the test dummies. Like people a hundred years from now, when they're using the internet, they're going to look at us and be like, look at these dumb people. They were fighting over like the dumbest shit. I don't even understand why they were doing that. So like we are the literally the test dummies for the internet. Um, and, and we, there's all sorts of races and religions and ages that are contributing. And there's, so there's going to be these clashes back and forth. Um, I've even talked about before, even in some of my classes, my communication classes in college, I talked about, which is kind of weird, there has to be some kind of oversight for the internet. I know that's a very touchy subject, but there has to be some, like, for instance, my mom, love her to death, awesome person, she'll send me some stuff sometimes, she'll be like, check this out, and I'm like, that's like 
not even real, <laughs> like at all, oh. <laughs> like at all. Where did you get this from? And it's something that she saw on the internet, on Facebook, on the internet, and someone shared. And it's hard for people to decipher, especially older people who the internet is new to them. They didn't grow up with it. Like we kind of grew up with it, not from kids on, but like we were adults when we got it. You know, we were like 17, 18, 19 years old when that shit really started to kick off with social media. And they don't get it a lot of times and they and there needs to be something where people know when they're reading something that most of this article is factual most of this article is opinion based and i know like i don't want to disrespect people but like some people just don't know the difference and it's yeah. and it's not their fault it's really hard when someone's writing an article you you know as a person it's, you always grew up as the the news they give you the news they give you the truth and you're not always getting that now. You're getting opinion-based unless articles. You, unless you – yeah, I was just going to say, unless you really look into it, look at the, the wording being used or um, what they're saying, it's hard to tell whether it's – well, there's two things. It's hard to tell whether it's truth or opinion. Right. But, but then there's also – you know it's opinion, but you want to accept it as truth. So it's hard, it's hard to, like, decipher the difference between the both. But um, you have to be really careful, you know, um, with with what is said or or and you could tell like I could tell when I read an article. All right. That's an opinion that, you know, but a lot of people can't tell that, you know. Yeah. So it, it becomes dangerous because they they take it as truth. Like I read this article. This is the truth. Well, wait a minute. Let's let's go through it line by line, you know, and, and you start to pick like the little words or little phrases like, well, he said, my thoughts are. That's not fact. That's his thoughts or her thoughts, whatever. You got to be really careful with that because you can get yourself in trouble. And and it, it's not – and here's the thing. Bon, bonjour. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Colin, Colin, is that your buddy Colin? Yeah, is, yeah, we call him Quinn. I'm a French model. Show me that ass then, Colin. Stop fucking around then. <laughs> show you, show you them want, Harry on You want to be all about the business <laughs> talking about bonjour, baby. Well, let's see the assets then, Colin. You know, out here talking about I'm a French model. I want to hear that. Show me something, baby. But hey, listen. No, no, I understand what you're saying, though. But it's uh, it's it's crazy, man. It's an interesting time, and like I said, we're the test dummies. But there's gonna have to be something like a better business bureau for the internet. And I know people don't like that because the internet's supposed to be open, and they don't want the oversight. And I totally get that, a hundred percent. I do, I do, I really do. But then you like. For instance, this situation that we just had, like with the, the whole Time magazine, the Time thing, magazine, article, yeah, like yeah. people like went up in arms about that, and then come to find out, like the story really wasn't even looked to. Is because here's the thing: everyone has deadlines now, so instead of finding out, like digging deep in, in, into things that they would have dug maybe a little bit deeper into in the past, now it's like we got to get this article out. So you got to give me something. Here's a girl crying. Right. Look at her pictures. And then, you know, now, if you release something, people from the opposite side that don't agree with what's going on, they're going to start digging deeper. They're going to start asking questions because they want to prove you wrong. And sometimes they don't prove you wrong. And like you said, they'll just go with their opinion even when they know they're wrong. So even when they know it's not factually correct, they'll still back it up. And I've seen this time and time again. It's not factually correct, and, and there's a lot of places where opinions – it's my opinion versus your opinion, and it could go either way. So I understand that. 
But then there's certain situations where, no, 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 this is what's fucking happening. And you just refuse to accept that because you follow this, this, that, that, who, who. And now here you go. <laughs> you know, this, now we're at this right. back and forth. And I think it would just mm-hmm. help if someone can look at an article and say, this is factual and without un- having to go into all these other websites and finding out if it's factual. It's going to be really hard to find that, though. An I know. Unbiased, an unbiased source um, of, you know, dissecting something to look for the truth. It's going to be really hard. And because how do you find a reputable source to do that? You know, I mean, what's what's the criteria? I mean, it's, it's going to be near nearly impossible. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because, you know, like you said, you know, what if that better business bureau, that oversight committee, whatever is corrupt and then they're getting paid off by people on the side to distribute information. But like, is that really any different than maybe what's happening now? People are still getting paid off. Clearly, you have networks like Fox News that tailor mostly to conservatives and Republicans. And you have MSNBC and NBC that mostly uh, tailored to Democrats and liberals. And so you kind of have that going on anyways, but at least like some of these people that are reading articles that really aren't really deep into the internet can know that like 60 or maybe 70% of this article is actually factual, you know, and then like 30% is opinion based because, you know, uh, Carolina was talking about this too um, because I, I sent an article and she was like, you know, that was a great like opinion, like opinion ad based article, but it's like, you know, it's not really factual. It's opinion. And like, I agreed with her because like it, it wasn't, it was factual, but it was opinion based. But when you're reading it, if you don't know the difference, you would just think, oh, well, it's just fact. And and it was, a lot mm-hmm. of it was fact, but then all of it was a lot of opinion and talk, like how we're doing right now. A lot of what we're saying, we're just talking, but then a lot of what we're saying is opinion. And a lot of it is fact. But a lot of it is just us talking. So it's like and, – and when you could see my facial expression, when you could see how I'm talking, you could pick up some different things. But when you're just reading an article, it's hard to do that. And so I think – I don't know how they're going to do it, but maybe it would be like a minority report thing. Who knows? It'll just know your thoughts you know, and just like start kicking. That's weird. Yeah, like who, yeah. who knows? But um, another, uh, another case I wanted to get on – let's get off that a little bit is um, – it's uh, how many people that are watching right now have seen Making a Murderer for Netflix. I got turned on to this show about a year or so ago, and I just got sucked in, man. I got sucked in crazy. I know like a lot of people did. Um, basically, you had a guy that was like in prison for murder, and he really didn't do it. They re- the, the police force that was there didn't do their job correctly <laughs> at all, and he wind up getting out. Now, while he was out, he decided to sue I, – I I'm not sure if it was the city or if it was the police department or both. Wait. Spoiler alert. Spo- oh, spoiler no, – oh, no. I'm, just, I'm, just no, I'm not no. even doing it because everybody that's watching right now knows I'm the spoiler king by accident. I don't even try to be the spoiler king. This has happened two times, okay? So I don't know. My finger is drifting. This has happened two times. Throw it down right now. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the first one? Oh, uh, you made you made that <laughs> fake post about uh, the Walking Dead. Like it yeah. was like in season five or something. Yeah. You're like, oh, rest in peace, Rick Grimes or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, some shit. And everyone lost their minds, dude, man. Lost their dude. fucking mind. This they is... unfriended you. Yeah, dude. This is um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is when oh, uh, this is when um, 
when Walking Dead was like at its height. You know what I'm saying? Like when people were like really fucking jazzed up for that shit. Everybody was like trying to watch. And listen, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I really don't. Like, don't get me wrong. I do get a kick of it. I'm not going to lie. I do. But I really don't try to be an asshole. And like a lot of times I don't watch these episodes or watch them way later. And even if I did, I don't care because like when I watch a show, like I care a lot of more, more than the result at the end. I care more about the acting, the theme, the feel, uh, the lighting, the sound, the music, the soundtrack, the way they're filming, whether it be portrait or landscape or like that's the shit I care about being a photographer. Like I, the end result, I mean, you can know the end result of a book and and Carolina knows this because she reads tons of Stephen King books. You can know the end result of the book, but it's the content in between, between start and end that really makes – that gets you sucked in, Like, which is why I love um, uh, The Lord of the Rings, the books. I've read all of them, and, and I also love um, the, the, the Witch in the Wardrobe. But, what the fuck is that shit? Um, Narnia. You, that Narnia, shit. Chronicles of Narnia. Dude, Chronicles of Narnia had me sucked in, man. Fucking, I remember I, I must have been nineteen years old, and, and that was like right twenty or something, nineteen twenty, when the when the first. I don't know. Maybe I was even in high school. I don't, I'm fucking old, guys. I know we're old, man. Most of the people that are listening right now known me for a long time. Uh, we're not that popular yet. And, dude, we're fucking old, man. So, anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyways, we're not that old, but we're old. And I remember staying up all night reading all the fucking books, dude. They were fucking phenomenal. And I already knew what happened because I watched the movie. But, like, I was just so sucked into the fucking books. Like, the books are way better than the movies anyways and the shows. And the comic books are better than the fucking shows. But people lost their mind. I did some shit like, yo, Rick died or like whoever it was. No, Rick didn't die because he's still alive. It was someone. But I had no. But you you said you said something like that though. You made it up. Yeah, I just made it up. I didn't watch the episode. It didn't even really happen. It did. No, it didn't really happen. But there was one that I hit on that happened, and people like, nah, man, that's fucked up. And I'm like, and then she wound up unfriending unfriending me. She was like. Don't you know, like, people look forward to this and, like, all this shit. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't care, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 Like, yeah, well, yeah. then don't follow me because, you know what? You don't share my photography anyway. <laughs> you don't like my posts anyway. So you don't do – you don't – I don't hear you until I make a post about Rick. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're up in arms. My life is over. Now you're going to unfriend me? I'm fucking <laughs> married to one of your relatives. What the fuck, dude? Like, are you kidding? You're going to unfriend me right. for a fucking show? Whatever. Go away. I don't care. It's just people are fucking crazy. With, why were we even talking? Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I, this shit threw me off. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. What... Oh, yeah. Spoiler I, I alert. Making it. a murderer. Everybody fucking dies. There you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> No, but now I don't have to watch it. Yeah, now no, you don't I'm have to know what, what happened was. So spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Making a Murderer, which is a documentary anyway. So spoiler alert, if you get upset about that, you're never mind. So spoiler alert is this guy uh, apparently killed some lady. It was found that he didn't kill her. He was released. So he decided to sue the police department, the city 
And in the process of suing the city, he gets booked for another murder. In the process of suing the city, which raises a red flag right off the rip, in my opinion, anyways. Uh-huh. I'm, I was accused of murdering someone, and he spent years in jail. Years in jail. And all of a sudden, now I'm suing your city, and all of a sudden, I get booked for another fucking murder. And he has the guy that got the murder charge and got booked and all that. He has a nephew. His name is Brendan Dassey. He's slow. This is a fact. This is proven. And they show the interrogations between him and the police. And they basically forced a confession on this kid. If you watch this fucking show, dude, it's sad. Because this kid's slow. And, like, it's proven that he's slow. And, like, they take advantage of him. And I used to be a police officer for a couple years. And I was a correctional officer for, like, six years. And I've been in rooms where people talk to people about types of shit, trying to get them to get more information out of people, trying to get people to talk, trying to get people to say anything. And this was like the worst example I've ever seen in my entire life. They took advantage of this fucking kid. They really did. Got him to sign a bunch of shit to this murder. And they wind up arresting the guy again and arresting Mm -hmm. him, the kid, because he was involved. Yeah, because he was involved in this whole story. What the fuck? Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. The evidence doesn't match up to what he said. It doesn't match up. They show it. It doesn't match up. And then it's, oh, my God, dude. All right, spoiler alert right now. Uh, Making a murderer. I'm going to throw it out here. I'm going to be a decent guy for you. I'm going to throw it out. But you're going to want to listen. There was shit that started popping up in the scene that wasn't there originally. So, like, for instance, for making a murderer, uh, the the slow kid, Brendan Dassey, was saying that his uncle – Killed like uh, chained this girl up to the bed, the bed posts, and then like he cut her throat and was stabbing her or whatever. But meanwhile, when the cops showed up, there's no blood splatter. Now, in what world in a small room, when you cut someone's throat and you stab them, there's not going to be blood splatter, especially when the person is fighting back. It's mm-hmm. it's just crazy. It's crazy. Also, there was a vial of blood that showed up. So the uncle's blood wasn't there originally. And all of a sudden, they found his blood there. So the defense said, let's check the evidence room. They checked the evidence room, and his blood sample was tampered with. So the blood sample that he took, I think, like 10, 15, Mm. or 20 years prior – The sheriff or one of the deputies checked in, opened up a sealed box with his blood, and then walked out. And all of a sudden, blood shows up at the evidence. I I mean, as evidence in in the site. And and it shows that the seal was broken because they put seals over everything as they put evidence in. So they know if, if people have tampered. The seal was broken. Still, the court said, no, they're guilty. Because what? Because of that, so he went back to jail, and they're in jail right now. They're in prison right now. And because it's been tried several times, the way – I'm not 100% on this, so please, guys, don't fucking hit me heavy with this. But like, Oh, they're going to hit you heavy anyway. How, no. <laughs> how certain things go in this country when certain things have been tried a couple times and different things like – 
like you can't retry after a while. So right now, um, the case won't be heard by the Supreme Court, which is their, I think, their last resort. I think the Supreme Court is their last resort into trying to get this out, and they denied it. So basically, the the evidence doesn't match up with the case at all. Are are but are they not gonna are they not gonna hear it because it was a documentary on Netflix? Maybe too many people have been exposed to it. No, I think they won't hear it because it's been. I think tried so many times that like legally they can't like try it anymore. But dude, when you look at this evidence and you look at some of the weird circumstances that go on, it's just like, dude, it doesn't match up, man. And it clearly stinks. It really does. It really does. And, and the problem also it's, it's a very small town in a rural area, and their family is already known as being like that family that like people they own like this this car shop or and all this kind of stuff. And it's it's like one of those it seems like one of those small town things that like this is like the redneck hillbilly type of family. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just pin it on them so we don't get in trouble. And, and that's and that's what it seems like, you know? Yeah, it's a true story. Yes, right? this, this whole thing. This is true, story, right? Colin. Yeah. Colin, yeah. this is true, buddy. Go on Netflix and look it up. It's called it's called Making a Murderer. It's a it's pretty much a documentary. And the, yeah. this guy was Carolina was t- telling me about it uh, either yesterday or the day before. We were looking for something to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I I started watching something else. I don't know if it, Wild Wild something Wild Wild Country. Uh huh. I'll I'll let you know about it when I'm done with it. But it's starting off slow. But but uh, I think we'll have to watch this instead. Godless. Yeah. Now I didn't I didn't. Oh, we watched that. That's watched phenomenal. That. that was a well yeah. done, phenomenal show. But uh, making a murder is a it's a documentary. It's a real thing. I mean, this dude was arrested in '85, and he got out, and he was living his life, and all of a sudden he murders somebody, and it just it doesn't match up. Where's the blood splatter? And they show you this is not like a bunch of people just talking. Like they show you video transcripts. They show you shit. Where is the blood splatter? Like if I have a, a woman chained up to a bed and I cut her throat and I stab her a bunch, there's going to be blood splatter. Dude, this is just ha- how many people have been convicted because they fucking find a blood splatter in the corner of the wall or or something, like, you know, like little DNA here and there. There's nothing like you're telling me you cut someone's throat and there's no blood on the bed. There's nothing. Dude, they yeah, that's weird. They hoodwink them, man, because once you get that con- that confession and people start talking. That's it. And, and dude, people can plant shit easy, man. He's got a compound, and it's not a small compound. They show it, dude. They show it. And, and they actually – it's so funny because unless this guy's really a fucking retard, and I hate to say that word retard, mentally challenged. Yeah, you can't say that word, man. You can still say it you. on the East Coast, bro. Yeah. You can, you can, I'm not on the East Coast. Yeah, no, bro. you can't say it. I can still no. I don't want to say. It. Don't. Oh, here we go. Ba, ba, ba. There we oh, go. The monster. Ah, the monster. No, no. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I grew up in the fucking '90s. Give me a second to catch up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally challenged person. Okay, now, uh, they took the person that he killed. They took the vehicle. And literally parked it in the same compound, and they put, like, two branches on it and, like, one other thing. And they were like – I'm like, dude, this dude was just convicted of murder years ago, and now he's out. 
and let's say he actually mm-hmm. killed this lady. Do you really fucking think he's going to kill her on his own compound? Like, maybe. Right? Maybe. Maybe he did. Because there are dumb people out there in this world. That's for damn sure. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But it just sounds a little weird to me. And guess what? His DNA is not in the fucking car. <laughs> but then what happens? All of a sudden, it's in the car. It's in the car. <laughs> it's not in the car. And then all of a sudden, it's in the car. They find it in the car. And then they check. They check the fucking the storage. And they find that his blood was tampered with. Someone opened up his blood vial and took blood out of his vial and uh-huh. clearly put it in the scene. Why is the seal broken on his blood? And it's like no, no answer. No, to that, right? no so, answer. Don't you have to sign in? He's, right? Don't you have to fucking sign in. in. Yeah, yeah, in. I know, dude. No, he signed in, dude. He fucking, fuck? dude. He fucking signed in. He signed in the book. The the guy is signed in. And here's another. Oh God, here we go. Spoiler. <laughs> here's another thing. The guy that signed in, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong for people watching this, he's not even supposed to be involved with the case anymore. He's not even allowed because it's like wow. because it's like the same county or something, so they didn't want him involved. It's that guy. But because oh, okay. because the crime happened in his county, and so he had the right to go back. Because and- it's like because it's a it's a small town. Yeah, type of man. Deal. They didn't want him involved. Okay. Dude, it's fucking insane, dude. Imagine that shit. That shit's crazy. But, anyways, he got denied. They're supposed to be filming um, another season of Making a Murder for Netflix. And, dude, if you're not watching Netflix, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's fucking great. Uh, Luke Cage is back. Have you seen Luke Cage by any chance? No. Get on it, Daddy. Luke Cage is nice. Uh, season two just came out. I started episode one. Uh, it's a very good thing. But listen, I know we got a couple people listening right now. We have the audio version of this. So if you missed anything tonight, please go to iTunes, type in Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, hit subscribe. Listen, I'm not biased and I'm not racist. If you don't like Apple, that's okay. We still got you, baby. We got you. Google Podcast, right? Google Play. Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Right now, Facebook.com slash Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Go on our page and like our page. Support. Support local, man. A lot of people that are watching this show have known me for years, 10, 15 years plus. You know I'm a decent guy. I'm not the best of guys, I guess, but I'm I'm half decent. Support. <laughs> people that know Tommy over here. Tommy. Tank. Support, man. We're out here doing our thing. We're trying to do it right. Come out, support us with the podcast, share the videos, like the videos. For the people that are out there, want to throw a shout-out to Justin, uh, Justin Walker, who is a sponsor of ours. This is something I want to get to before my phone dies because my phone's about to die. This is the first time we're doing the video chat, uh, and it seems like it's a, it's really good success. So we'll try it again, and we'll keep doing it this way. Tom, pull up. Do you want me – actually, I don't know. It would be better for you to pull it up or for me to pull it up. We're trying to give $50 away. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to hear anything about a recession in America anymore because you motherfuckers are not poor. Because we had simple instructions. Answer the riddle. Share the page. Right? We couldn't even get that. 
We have people answering the riddle, not sharing the page. Listen, I love you guys dearly, but come on, baby. One hand washes the other. You share the page. You get a chance at winning some money, just like a bunch of other shows. We all win. (laughs) In typical fashion, my – check this out. I'm just going to show it to you. (laughs) I don't know if we can see it, dude. It doesn't matter. It's a fucking blue screen, and my PC's got to restart. All right? Ew. All right, so fuck out of here. All right, so I'll pull this up. <laughs> You're going to have to pull it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll go to my page. We're going to do this one more time for you guys before we move on. And we're just going to fucking spend the money then if you guys don't want to spend the money. It's a $50 gift card or PayPal. Answer the fucking riddle correctly. At least try. Try, people. But, try. But, but it's got to be shared. But also, the riddle has to be answered on the main page. Right. Right? On no. the main page. Well, they no, got it because then it's but but because then it's there's too many pages like somebody shares That's true. it. Some comments on their share. It's too many. It's got to be on the main page. Uh, it's got to be answered, liked, and shared. Well, that's well, yeah, that's that, that's well, that's the share. What they share and then answer it. So the riddle here's the riddle, and we've had some good answers. And listen, there was someone that was really close, and I might have even given it to him. But he didn't share the page. It's not 100% correct. He didn't share the page. And, bro, it was simple. So I'm going to throw, throw this at you <laughs> one more time for the people that haven't participated yet. The riddle is, and this is Tank's riddle. Actually, you want, oh, yeah, you can't access it, so I'll read it. Yeah. Here, here's the riddle. Now, you have to share the page, <laughs> okay? So this is what we'll do. Share this video with your answer right here. And if you could tag us, tag us. If not, share the page. And, yeah, you're going to have to fucking tag us. Unless we're not going to know you share the page. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> with the late night cypher, when you share it, obviously it shows up. Um, but here it is. And go to – Facebook.com slash late night cipher with Tank and Smitty. It's on there. The riddle is I was green once, but now dark. I come from the earth. I am versatile. Most people see me every day in a transformed state. What am I? $50 PayPal gift card. I mean, uh, PayPal or a gift card. If you answer this correctly, if not, We'll, we'll try a new riddle. We'll try some new stuff. Um, we've had some real ridiculous answers uh, <laughs> that I'm not even going to mention. And then we've had some <laughs> decent answers. But we're I was going to reveal the answer today. But now that we're doing the video, I want to give more people an opportunity to get this. Um, because it's it's good, man. I want you guys to get paid, right? We're all struggling out here. But I don't see it. Share that damn page. Answer the riddle. I'm going to say it one more time. I was green once, but now dark. I come from the earth. I am versatile. Most people see me every day in a transformed state. What am I? Share this video right now and answer. One last time. I was green once, but now dark. I come from the earth. I am versatile. Most people see me every day in a transformed state. What am I? For the people listening on Anchor app that aren't watching us on Facebook Live, please 
Go to facebook.com slash late night cipher with Tank and Smitty and watch the video. You could still answer and and post your answer and just say, hey, anchor app user right here. The page is open to anybody. Here's my answer. Share the fucking page. Boom. That's it. Uh, we that's didn't. And that's all. You man. know what? I really like this format because, like, we're able to like talk and like interact with people, and they're able to see our faces. And yeah, I think so. I think it's good. It's great, definitely. And for the definitely. people that want extended extended stuff right now, we're about to jump on the video games right now, so we're not going away. We're here all night, Daddy. So we're going on. Uh, we'll, we will be on youtubecom slash films and we're going to be jumping on H1Z1. Uh, we're going to be playing some video games on the PlayStation. We'll be on Twitch. Um, so if, yeah, so we'll put, we'll post this on the page late night cypher with tank and Smitty, um, on Facebook, type it in right now, facebook.com. You're on it. You're watching it. Type in late night cypher with tank and Smitty. We'll post the link when we hop on, we're going to be gaming tonight, trying to get those victories. Uh, we appreciate everyone that's been watching and commenting, uh, you know, you can't start anything like this. It's hard to see. It starts like this. Sun rays. It starts like Sun this. Rays. <laughs> it starts like this, and then it opens up into a beautiful you gotta, flower. You got to start slow, right? Yeah. You got to work your way in. You got to work your way in. Eventually, you're all the way there. Eventually, you're already in. And you know what? You're already in in my heart. Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, episode 34. We've already said the pages a million times. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We love you. We'll see you next week. Tank, you have anything else you want to say? Nope. Like, share, answer the riddle, get your $50. That's it. That's it, baby. It's up to you. Episode 34, we will see you. Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty on Facebook. We're going to be jumping on the video games right now. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for checking in. We will see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday at 10 o'clock, we will see you jumping on the video games right now. Like I said, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.